Welcome to Awaken with Victoria Bond. I am your host, Victoria. I'm a spiritual empowerment coach, a psychic medium, and a business mentor. In this podcast, you will be able to dive in to everything from conscious parenting, human design, psychic development, and business. I interview some of the top leaders in this field. So if you're a facilitator, a mother, or you're going through an awakening process, this is the podcast to listen to. You can find all the information to every show in the show notes and dive deeper into any area that you are choosing. I can't wait to connect with you. I'll see you inside. Welcome to today's episode of Awaken with Victoria Bond. I'm delighted to be here. It's been a couple of weeks. I've had a little bit of time in bed upgrading with an illness <laughs> that has been going through my body, which I also like to see as an energetic upgrade. So for those of you that have been experiencing illness or disease within your body or discomfort, please know that a lot of the time that we're going through this, we are energetically upgrading and it's all about the mindset that we bring to this experience that makes the difference and uh last time I was unwell like this I was in bed for in and out of bed for about three weeks and it went I went through such a big upgrade and this time it was five days and the real interesting thing about it is when I realized that I was going through such a big upgrade, I was able to equip myself with tools and vibrations, like with sound, um, using music and different frequencies and stuff, as well as oils and candles and healing and all sorts of beautiful modalities, um, including asking spirit teams and our human um, sisterhood to support me. And honestly, it I, I, I healed so, so quickly and I feel completely different and upgraded. So that is not what we're going to be talking about today, but I just wanted to let you know a little bit of where I have been for the last couple of weeks. I think it's also really important when we're going through these spaces of integration uh, and up-leveling, upgrading our bodies and our spirit and our souls, that we are graceful and we don't overgive. So we all have a certain capacity that we can hold at any given time. And this is determined on where we are in our cycles, where we are with our, our the rhythm of the moon, of our upgrades and all the things. And we need to take into accountability where we are at. And I think it's really good to, to honor your commitments 100% but to push through when you're really needing to integrate during the, an upgrading period of time is extremely important. So here I am back at the mic. I have been serving my clients, but I have been a little bit quiet as I've been integrating these shifts that um, this up-level and upgrade have really been giving me. So what we're going to be talking about today is sacred sexuality. And money. I haven't talked about money for quite a while. And every few months, I just get these massive hits to talk about sex and to talk about money. And we're going to be threading through the sacred uh, sexuality through here as well. Now, I did a, a podcast recently with Meg Williams that you can find here. 
Um, so just go back and go look at it. It's a really good listen. So I highly recommend you listen to that. But the reason why I want to talk about sacred sexuality and money today is because it's been the theme of my today's sessions. Every single person that has come to me from my one-to-one containers and also from my reborn container have been coming and talking about a lack of money and a lack of turn on. And it really, it's really, really interesting because I can be doing business coaching with somebody and our whole conversation needs to be about their turn on and their money mentality. So I want to talk about this today because if I have had three sessions about this today and a whole lot of other people messaging me and my my one-to-one spaces talking about these things, then I've got to believe that this is what's going on in the collective energy as well because we are all connected. We are all part of one network and we're all psychic as fuck. So we really thrive off what's happening in the collective. And this comes into an individual expression within ourselves. We do the healing, our our sexual healing, our money healing, our relationship healing. And then of course, we this goes out to the network and starts healing all of those around us. And this is a ripple effect of change that we are creating here on planet earth. So whereabouts are you at? when it comes to turn on, when it comes to money, when it comes to your relationship with your body and your relationship with money. And I pause here. And maybe you want to pause this podcast for a minute and ask yourself and maybe ponder and contemplate on this question, these questions. And that is, where are you in relation to your turn on, your relationship with your body, and also your money mentality, your relationship with money. Your relationship with money and your relationship with your body and your sexuality, meaning your turn on, not your sexual preference, but you and your turn on, your juiciness, your sacred sexuality within you as an individual, they go hand in hand. And you may have heard me speak about this before with relationships, like your relationship with your partner is literally very, very similar to your money mentality. And it doesn't mean that if you've got a lack in a relationship, you have lack of money, you might have a whole lot of money in a a shitty relationship, right? But I can guarantee if you have got an epic relationship with money and it's very, very healthy, It's a very healthy, it doesn't matter if you've got a lot or a little, we can still be in a mentality of scarcity, right? Depending on so many different factors. But if you have got a really good relationship with money, then you generally will have a good relationship in all areas. Because the one, the way that you act and function in one way is generally the way that you act and function in all ways, in some way, shape, or form. So I repeat that. The way that you act in one way is generally the way that you act in all ways in one shape or form. Okay. Now, 
the truth is you can have it all. You can have the money, you can have the orgasmic relationship and the incredible communication. You can have the health, you can have the individual spiritual connection and you can have it all. And in fact, you're meant to have it all. You're not meant to lack in any area. And when you are lacking in that area, there is a mistaken belief, a limitation that is at play, stopping you from receiving. Okay. So when it comes to sexuality and money and literally being receptive to having a juicy, orgasmic, a fruitful life when it comes to prosperity and your own sexuality, they are literally one of the same. And this is what um, really came in today with my three clients for the one-to-ones and a whole lot of WhatsApp chat was, I'm freaking out about money. And I just, you know, I want to be more turned on or I'm not feeling like sex. I'm not connecting in with my yoni. I have never, I don't, and I never touch myself. Um, I didn't put two and two together with manifestation and yoni pleasure, you know? And the truth is, oh, I'm just going to keep repeating myself. They go hand in hand. But there is a couple of hurdles here. And the first hurdle is that we are deeply conditioned. Like I said, we have got these mistaken beliefs you know, my very first program, Release Your Blocks, which was about seven years ago, it was like all about mistaken beliefs and limitations because we are completely, totally and utterly programmed by how we have been nurtured, what we've been trained to do, conditioned to do in the system that we've been raised in, right? And that doesn't necessarily mean by our parents. It could be from the education system. It could be from program, from watching TV, whatever. You get what I'm saying here. And Honestly and truthfully, you've got to look at what sexuality and sensuality and pleasure means to you. What does your sex life look like? And I'm not talking about whether you've got a partner or not, because the truth is you can have a fantastic sex life and a beautiful sacred sexuality like practice without having a partner. In fact, the real interesting thing about me was at the beginning of this year, 2023, and I've spoken about this quite a lot, I had to go through my own sexual trauma healing and find out what pleasure meant for me. So Meg Williams, she talks about this as a pleasure researcher. And so that's what I did. I got like the best vibrator money could buy. I was actually gifted it and it had never been used. But my friend, she was like, oh my gosh, I've got this and I'm leaving the country and it's never been used. Would you like it? It's worth like $300. It's um, Girls Get Off. So it's that brand. It's called the TIFF. And I was like, are you kidding me? And it was in the middle of me doing this sacred sexuality program. And I was like, this is insane. And, and we had to go and do this pleasure research and find all the G spot, find the different places in the clitoris, the different places in the yoni that was pleasure for us. And I found it absolutely fascinating that on that week I was given a $300 vibrator, uh, which is absolutely beautiful and an extremely good brand. I highly recommend that uh, <laughs> you go and check out Girls Get Off and buy that tiff. And 
it was quite I want to say a little bit it's exciting but it was a little bit uncomfortable because I had to say to my husband I know we've been married for like 11 years and we've been together for 22 but um I'm dealing with some sexual trauma and although nothing dramatic or traumatic has seemingly happened to me I've got a whole lot of mistaken beliefs that are connected to what I think sex is and what sex isn't. And my expectations of what I need to be for you and for me and what expression of sexuality I'm allowed to be, you know? And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go on my own sexual exploration of my body as a nearly 40 year old woman. I want to find out what the fuck I like like I don't know what I like I don't know what turns me on all I know there's a few things I did know right so you've got to figure out what do you know and what do you not know and you don't know what you don't know this is why you need to be a pleasure researcher right you need to figure out what do you already know and what don't you know and so going back to my three clients today it's like all of their concerns was a lack of money and I go how's your sex life how, and I, I know this is like a taboo subject. It's something that I can just hear my mom going, oh my God, Victoria, we don't talk about this. Shush, I don't want to know. <laughs> this is something I've always wanted to talk about, but I've been shunned down, shut down, you know? Um, so I ask my clients, how is your sex life going? Because you're feeling limited when it comes to the money that's coming in. So are you juiced up? Are you turned on about your living, about your life? What are your desires? And most people, when I have this conversation with them, they say to me, I don't really know my desires right now, or I'm overloaded. I've got too much on my plate. I feel like I am like my, my, my jar is empty or my glass is empty. It's just too much. I don't have the capacity. And I'm like, you know what, sister? I feel you. I get it because for me, the last thing I want to do when I'm feeling in scarcity of time, energy, and money, the last thing I want to do is have sex. The last thing I want to do is pleasure myself because I don't want to let go of my thought processes and orgasms and pleasure and connecting in a space of ecstasy is going to take me out of my head and into my yoni and give me pleasure. And the truth is, I don't know if I want to go there. I don't know if I want to let go of these thoughts that I have. What if I let go when I lose everything? So there's a lot of mind stuff going on, a lot of mind entities at play. And I do find with adults, it's a lot of like, I've got to be responsible. I'm 40 or I'm 30 or I'm 50 or I'm 60, whatever age you are. Like I need to act in a mature way, you know, or I'm going through menopause. Or I'm at this part of my cycle. So I'm not turned on. I'm only turned on when I'm ovulating. There's all of these stories and those stories usually are a mirror of your money mentality. So I need to get some work so I can bring in some money so I can get the things that I want because the only way I make money is by, 
working my ass off, working for somebody else, putting myself out there in a particular way. And what if none of that was true? What if sex and pleasure and money was available? What if pleasure and money were available to you in droves all of the time? And what if the the sex the sacred sexuality part of this didn't need to look like intercourse. It didn't need to look like orgasms, like clitoris orgasms. What if your money didn't have to come to you through a particular stream? And in fact, it could come from many different streams. And I don't mean you have to start five different businesses. Now, I have seen this over and over and over again in my program, Magnificent Mediumship. The last time people joined, so I do a lot of kind of programming as in like mindset shifting and dropping in these kind of seeds, these golden seeds, um, even before we begin MM. So when MM begins, Magnificent Mediumship Certification, it's usually about a month before or as soon as somebody signs up to it, they start going into my vortex and I start doing my magic work with them, with their spirit. And the last MM off the top of my head, um, one girl, she got uh, a tax refund. Um, my sister's partner got thousands of dollars paid out to him, like thousands of dollars, like, wow. Like they could go on a huge overseas trip. Um, Someone won lotto, like maybe $8,000 on lotto. Can't remember around about that. Another person won the jackpot. Um, someone was winning gifts. Like they just kept winning all these presents. <laughs> and that happens to her every time she signs up with me. She just starts winning things and getting money and stuff. And I have had people in the past that, one of my clients, she literally was working with me. She had just signed up to MM or it was just before MM and she got given $100,000. I've had other people, two people get their inheritance early. People get given cars, promotions where they're getting literally five-figure promotions, like multiple five-figure promotions, sorry, um, as a pay rise for that year. And this... That is literally just a couple of MMs that I'm talking about, just a couple of rounds of magnificent mediumships. Now, you can manifest money if you're willing to receive the money. You can manifest it, but you're going to be willing to receive it. And you can also manifest shit. You can manifest a great relationship by creating it, or you can manifest a shitty relationship by creating it, right? So you have absolute total control on your money mindset this is why I quite often do money programs. So I did money aligned to try to reprogram people with the right money mindset instead of the scarcity mindset, which has been looping in their family line for centuries and centuries and centuries, and they are hard to break. So as much as people try, they still find themselves making the same amount of money or making more money and still being in debt. So a perfect example of this, if you're a smoker or a drinker, you know, you, you always have the money for that. You always find the money for the cigarettes, for the alcohol. Um, and then if you quit, 
you quit drinking, you quit smoking. You think I'm going to have so much like these days, I don't know, it must cost $150 to smoke and to have a bottle or two of wine once a week. Like it, it must cost a lot of money. I don't drink or smoke anymore, but I used to. And I always had the money for it. Even when I was broke, I always found the money for it. It always was there. I never went without the cigarettes or the alcohol. I might've gone without food, but <laughs> I didn't go without the cigarettes and the alcohol. And the minute I stopped doing those things and stopped buying that, I didn't have extra money because that's a mindset thing. Now, if I had taken that money that I had spent on cigarettes and alcohol and put it into a money box and said, I am now delegating this money towards overseas trips or my gym membership or a shopping spree at the end of the year, I would have captured that money and broken that loop, that scarcity loop, but I didn't. So I still ended up broke because I always have money for what I truly want, right? What I truly want. And my addiction kept me feeding the alcohol shop and the cigarette shop, you know, those people that are selling those that those substances. So the mentality has to be around your desires and your desires are the thing that make you feel juicy, that make you feel turned on, that give you the fanny flutters, that make you feel tingly. Sexuality and sacred sexuality should not be about just getting your partner off or you just getting off. When we come together as a couple, you can manifest so much. And I can't believe that I've only recently in the last couple of years learned this because, or embody this, I should say, it's because I had to go back to the very, very basics and understand that I had sexual trauma and mistaken beliefs about what sex means and what about having money is. Now, most of us, if we give the opportunity, get the opportunity to receive power, we say, no, thank you. We don't want that power because that means I'm going to have to be a power, the powerful version of me. And I don't know if I want to be that because of the expectations and responsibility that holds. Because we've all got this inner child and that inner child is still listening to our caregivers and society that is telling us to fit in this box to stay safe and to not be too big or too bright or too opinionated, right? So you can see that money and sexuality actually are the things that when we were children, I'm generally speaking here, that was not spoken about. Hey, mom, yay, how much was the van that we got? We don't ask questions like that, Victoria. It's rude. I remember saying to somebody, oh, I love your car. How much was it? <laughs> we don't ask questions like that. I was like, oh, we don't? I was just curious because I really like money and I like to know how much things cost. Whoops. You know, hey, mom, can I tell you about that? I've had sex with my partner. Oh, my goodness. No, I don't want to know about that. Don't tell me about that. I'm not stupid. Of, of course I know that. But I want to talk about it because you're my mom. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. Um, this is awkward. You know, like how many of you have had experiences around talking about sex, talking about money openly and with no judgment? How many of you were 
when it came to your menstrual cycle, how many of you were absolutely nurtured with it or you didn't even know what it was or you were like, okay, you got to go on the pill now. Like, so you started putting stuff into your body to try to like manage it or literally like you have this felt this energy that it's gross. It's dirty. It's a pain in the ass. How many of us have judged our yoni thinking that it's good for going to the toilet for birthing children and we bleed once a month. Oh, and we can have an orgasm there and there, here and there. So sex is good. But how many of us have actually seen her as our goddess? How many of us honor our yoni and have look at the picture of her, take a photo of her, look at her and say, oh my God, you are so beautiful. And this is what I've really come into this learning with, with Meg Williams. Um, and you guys can check out that podcast. Like I said, it's like, oh my God. So is my vagina beautiful? Cause I was always kind of felt the energy and told that vaginas were quite ugly, you know? Um, it's like, it's so funny. Cause now when I think about it, I'm like, vaginas are beautiful. Pussies are beautiful. Yonis are beautiful. They birth children. They are self cleansing. They have got so many functions, so much wisdom, and your turn on happens when you are in desire. When you desire or see something you like, whether it's a gorgeous body or whether it's money, whether it is something exciting that you want to do like traveling or purchasing something, I don't know, or seeing a sexy dress in the store, your Yoni is going to talk to you and tell you. And I first experienced this like seven years ago when I was listening to Teal Swan and I was Googling everything spiritual because I was like, I'm going through a spiritual awakening and I have no spiritual people around me. I don't know what to do. And every time I was listening to some type of training or information about spirituality and reading about it, my vagina, my Yoni was buzzing and tingling. And I'd start getting like these, sometimes a little stabbing pains. And I was like, what is going on? Why am I turned on? And then I would want to touch myself and I would want to be in pleasure. And it was always when I was thinking about mediumship. It was always when I was thinking about um, learning, learning about spirituality, learning about crystals, listening to twin flames, um, listening to about different galactic planets and star seeds. I was like, why is my vagina vibrating? What is happening? And this is because my desires turn me on. My, my desires juice me up. My yoni is a guide for my expansion. And when I'm expanded, when I'm in my awareness, I am like a beacon of light that is literally radiating my goddess wisdom out to the universe, out to the world. And then people want to pay me money or the universe wants to pay me money or money just comes from everywhere. It starts flowing in. And this is what happens is when people get juiced up and excited about coming into one of my programs, they get paid, they get paid money. Now you can continue that role of manifesting through the yoni, through your sacred nectars, through your juiciness. 
Or you can say, oh, that was just a fluke. That was just a coincidence. Oh, look, now a bill's come in. Now what? Now I've manifested double the amount of you know debt than I did when I received that. And that there is your money mindset. So the absolute truth is, if you are a creator, which you are, then you have to heal your sexual trauma with yourself. Now, if you have experienced, now I'm not a psychologist, I'm not a counselor, and I'm definitely not a sacred sexuality coach. I just bring this into my programs. I always bring sex and money into all programs. Uh, we talk about this in MM quite a lot because it's a huge part of your mediumship deal. <laughs> it's a huge part of your consciousness is money and sexuality because they're both energy and they both have a frequency and a vibration. And we are here to be an awareness of all things, not to shun things down, right? Shun things down. That must be my new, um, my new word. <laughs> We're not here to do that. So it's important that we look at all aspects of our living and our life. So uh, the first thing I do when I, when I coach people is I need to know how they feel about their entire body. Are they embodied as a sexual being? And that doesn't mean you have to have sex, but are they an understanding of their goddess, of their sovereign self, of their divinity, of their sexualness? Are they aware of how fucking hot and juicy and gorgeous they are? And do they have desires that turn them on? Now, so many people switch themselves off down below because they've put on a little bit too much weight and they don't feel comfortable or, which is again, a mindset thing. Um, or they are just like, oh my gosh, I feel like my partner is just too needy and wants too much from me and I don't have anything to give, so I'm going to turn it off. But I really want people to understand that their sexual expression of themselves, their own relationship with their yoni or with whatever parts of their pleasure practices, because there's men here as well, but I usually cater more to women because I work a lot with this yoni energy. Uh, we need to really understand that our pleasure doesn't have anything to do with our sexual trauma. We've actually put them together. We've put them together. So this is the whole, where the psychology part of it comes to. And this is when you might want to get somebody that you can talk to, to distinguish the two, if you've put them together and you want to go deeper into this, this is merely a podcast with my musings, my, my perspective. So, and what I've seen. So when you put together your pleasure, your orgasmic energy, your, um, your very own individual expression of pleasure, when you put that into the experience of any sexual trauma that you've experienced, so you just don't go there because it's too close to it. What you're doing is you're cutting off your pleasure and therefore cutting off your, your receiving abilities, the receiving of your wisdom, the receiving of your knowledge, the receiving of your mediumship, the receiving of money, the receiving of communication. So it's a really fine line, but sometimes we have to start with us. Actually, always we need to start with us. So when I said to my husband, I'm starting with me, I'm going on a sexual exploration. He was like a little bit confused and he goes, can I come? And I said, not right now. <laughs> I need to feel 
good in my body now. I need to feel good touching myself now, whether that means dancing with myself or bathing or, you know, moisturizing my belly, which is not a six pack, it's a belly, uh, whether it's um, going and getting a massage from somebody else or whether it is being in a pleasure practice where I am um, experiencing ultimate pleasure. You know, when I'm coming into that orgasmic energy, when I'm doing the tumescence, so the not quite reaching that peak, but coming into the space of manifesting my dreams and desires whilst in pleasure. This is so important. Now, can you take to that be- take that to the bedroom a hundred percent and you bring the masculine into that if if you you know if your partner is a man, you can bring that energy in and it, then it becomes this sacred sexuality experience with the two of you manifesting. But what I've been noticing with all the females that I've been talking to recently is they want to be able to pleasure their partners and they feel guilty for not wanting to have sex with their partners because their partners want to have sex and they want to please their partners. And I totally get that, but our partners need to understand that we need to go through our own sexual healing. And that can take weeks or months And what I did with Luke is I just said to him, please be patient with me while I go on this exploration of me. And I had a session with a sexologist. Uh, I've I've done two kind of sexuality courses, like sacred sexuality courses, pleasure practice, learning pleasure practices and about goddesses, which has been really phenomenal. And I've started realizing that my norm and a lot of society's norm around me has been dictated by a particular system, which has been kind of, I want to say, shunned down for for lack of better wording, because it's not English, but we have been shunned and we have been shut down, right? We've been shunned down to not talk about the vagina. I say the word vagina to my daughter, who's 10 years old, and I've always been very open with our bodies. Our whole family is very open with our bodies. Um, we've always bathed together, all that type of stuff, walked around naked, like never hidden anything. I think it's very natural. And my daughter cringes. Oh my God, don't say that word. Don't, I, I, I hated the word pussy for years and years and years and years. I'd be, don't use that word. Don't use that word. It grosses me out. You know, and here's my 10 year old who's been brought up by fairly open-minded parents who are willing to talk about anything uh, that the kids want to talk about. And she's programmed from the system. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about private parts. We don't touch private parts. We, this is the way we need to function. What are we doing to our children? What have, what has happened to us? So it is really, really interesting. Your money is directly connected to your sexuality and it's not necessarily about how much sex you're having. It's about the relationship that you have with your yoni. Now, your yoni can be talking to you and giving you wisdom. And you can, every day, I put my hand on my yoni and say, what wisdom do you have for me? Thank you so much for being with me. How are you feeling today? And I, when I tell my clients this, they look at me, they do that sideward look like, what? 
but you've got to understand that our yoni is a massive part of our evolution. We are going into a timeline that, or this timeline we're in now is going into a different paradigm. And that paradigm is about manifestation, not hard work. It's about manifesting our dreams and our desires. My sister will often say, because she's really good at this feminine art stuff, she's just naturally good at it. And I'm more like I'm learning it and embodying it. And um, she said, but we are our yoni. And I was like, oh my God, you're just freaking me out. Like we are our yoni. We are it. And I was like, you just blew my mind. So we are our yoni, which means we are one big pleasure portal. So this goes into the pleasure of everyday life from drinking your water with pleasure, going for a swim with pleasure, having a hot shower with pleasure, eating food with pleasure, hugging your children and having great conversations and opening your heart and loving people. It's all about pleasure. What gives you pleasure? It's not just all about feeling pleasure when you're having like an orgasm via clitoris. You know what I mean? Like there's many different ways that you can experience this orgasmic energy. And the more that you're in joy, the more that you're in pleasure, the more you are receptive, where you are going to receive money, love, abundance, prosperity. So, that is the first part I wanted to talk to you about is going into your sexual exploration of what you like, what you don't like, what you are like, what your capacity is, what is your pleasure practices? Do you wear underwear that is like 10 years old and you just wear it because it's super comfortable? And or do you wear underwear that is like, oh my God, I love these undies, you know, <laughs> these undies, I love this, these knickers. They are so cute and I feel sexy when I wear them even though I'm wearing them under my trackies you know are you wearing sports bras because they're cheap and comfortable or you know when you're showing up online or showing up in the bedroom or show, going to the supermarket are you wearing sexy lingerie that makes you feel powerful you know we think that the unseen is unseen but it's seen all over us. It's seen all over our face. It's seen in the way that we hold ourselves. The way a really good, uh, I'm just trying to watch my words here, but somebody that has had an epic sex experience or an orgasm in whatever ways that is, and they've just been like, oh my God, they've just had the best orgasm ever they glow. Somebody who walks around in that energy because they have got a great relationship with their yoni, a great relationship with their own self, their own power, their own wisdom, they glow. They have a, a look about them, a theme about them. We want to be that person. We want to know what their secret is. People say to you, you're really, you're looking great. You're really glowing. Like what's going on with you? Like you look like you just had really good sex, you know, and there's a reason for that. And it's what we call the sacred nectar. When we orgasm, literally we are releasing a chemical, a sacred nectar that is going up our spine into our pineal gland, into our third eye 
area and making us psychic, making us see, making us relaxed, making us be in an energy that is receptive to receiving. Hmm. Interesting. This is deliberately connected to energy and money is energy. So uh, one of my favorite books that I talk about often is Existential Kink from Carolyn Elliott. And um, in my group currently, Reborn, which we're going through the first beta round of this. And if you are interested in doing that, always DM me and we can put you on the waiting list. Um, honestly, like people are raving about that. Like, oh my God, if you haven't read the book Existential Kink that Victoria rec um, recommended, please go listen to it because... Once you can be radically honest about your actual sexual expression and what you actually like and what you truly believe and think about money, that is like the band-aid being ripped off. You, it, it hurts to begin because you're like, oh my God, this stings. What is actually my money mentality? What is my point of view on money? And it doesn't matter if you're brought up broke or with a silver spoon. I find that all of my clients have a very similar scarcity mindset, whether they had money or they didn't have money. Because if they had money, they were always worried that their friends that didn't have money, they were always worried why they were friends with them. Do they want their money? Were they coming over for their, their swimming pool? Or do they like them because they had the cool clothes? Or if they didn't have money, it was always like, oh my God, I don't have anything and I'm never going to have anything because mom and dad couldn't figure it out. So why would I be able to figure it out? So most people have got a money mindset issue and also sexual trauma. And the sexual trauma doesn't come from necessarily being attacked or or hurt and it certainly can and there's too much of that in the world but my sexual trauma came from ignoring my sexual expressions by wanting to get it over and done with by abusing alcohol by having shame and guilt attached to my own sexual expression of me shame and guilt for being a sexual being and that is what I had to clean up. And then, of course, there's shame and guilt for having money or shame and guilt for not having money. Wherever you turn, there's this shame and guilt. So if you can clean that up, and this is what I do in my programs, we, we go into deep deconditioning. It's the unsexy work. If you can clean that up, then you can start quantum leaping and manifesting. And this is what I did. I went from $30,000 a year to $300,000 a year with no, um, with no, not many outgoings, you know, compared to when I was hairdressing, when most of my money went back into product, like I didn't really make any money. It was like a coffee a week. I'm pretty sure I got in profit. Um, and I was able to do that because I acknowledged, even though I didn't know it at the time, that my yoni was taking me on this journey <laughs> of desire. Every time I felt, oh my God, like my, my yoni is tingling. I've got these fanny flutters and I'm listening to a thing about mediumship. I would just keep following my yoni and what, um, what messages she was giving me. 
which is really interesting. And so many people say, but Victoria, I don't feel anything. And I go, but what is the thing that excites you? What is it? It could be spending a day in the garden or traveling. It could be um, spirituality. It could be making money. Money is another turn on for me. When I think it's possible for hundreds of thousands of dollars to come through my bank account and to serve clients, like I go into my desire, serve clients, um, a bunch of one-to-ones who I'm available for every day. It's not a massive bunch, just a beautiful bunch of high level elite clients and also serving people in group containers. And it's so much fun. It's so easy. These people just come to me. They find me very, very easily and they want to pay me. They're excited because they know it's going to open up their pussy power and they're going to receive more and more and more and become conscious beings. And their life is going to become so abundant. And I, I go into these stories. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so turned on. Like, yes, I want to serve. Yes, I want to make money. Yes, I want to have the space to serve all of these clients every single day where I don't work a nine to five job. I am so turned on now that I want to go and have sex. I am so turned on now because my desires are living within my cells right now. And it's, so the thing is you can have sexual trauma because everybody does and you can still manifest. It's a layer by a layer by a layer by a layer approach. And this is what I've done this year as I've started putting the pieces together and realizing that my yoni is directly connected to the amount of money that I'm making, whether I'm working or not. It opens up a portal to receive abundance. And if I don't have my mindset correct about money, or if I feel guilty for making it, or if I feel I'm not making enough. If I'm coming from a scarcity mindset, it creates pressure and it shuts down my pussy power. It shuts down the projects that I want to work on. It shuts down my passion and I'm not going to have that. So what I do is I talk to it and I see what she needs and what she needed, my, what my goddess, what my pussy required, what my yoni required was slow. She required me to go slow and work with her. And then the most amazing thing started happening was I started getting memories. And just before I had a session with my sexologist, I was like, oh my God, I've got memories of the first time I had sex. And I feel so sorry for that 16 year old who just wanted to get it over and done with. She totally ripped herself off from a beautiful, sacred sexuality experience. And I feel really sorry for her partner that she was like, come on, let's go. I feel sorry for him. And he's now happens to be my husband. And, um, I had to apologize to him and I had to go back to the space where we had sex and I held his hand and I said, I'm so sorry. He's like, why? And I said, because I took away that beautiful sacred experience that you were looking forward to and kind of made you do it and to get it over and done with. And I was drunk and I did some Hopono Hopono, which is a Hawaiian prayer. And I held his hands. I said, I'm so sorry, babe. And he gave me a hug. He acknowledged right then and there that what we did, it wasn't the sacred kind of ceremony that we deserved. And when I think about my daughter, if she's 16 and if she 
is in that situation, I would want her to have the most special occasion and I would want to be a part of it. So I had to go back and parent myself, reparent myself. I'm not going to blame my mum for this. It's this is not what that's about. But we can go back to those spaces to, and although it doesn't seem like a trauma and you might be like, oh my God, you have no idea, Victoria. Like I've been through so much more. I get that. But I want everyone to know that no matter what your sexual experiences have been, no matter what your money mindset or your money mistaken beliefs have been that have been programmed and plotted into you, uh, that it's relevant to you. It's absolutely relevant and it's necessary to heal those parts of you. It's necessary. I've got people right now that message me and say, Victoria, you know, an abortion is coming up from when I was 18 and it was nearly fucking 30 years ago. Why is it coming up now? And I'm like, it's coming up because you're ready to heal that part of you. And this is where the timeline, naturally timeline therapy comes in because my 16 year old has been calling for me to go do some parenting, to give her a hug and to recreate that scene to give her the candles, to give her the beautiful smelling sprays or whatever she needs, um, to buy her the beautiful lingerie, to give her, you know, the chocolate and strawberries and the beautiful meal to put on the gorgeous music. And whether that boyfriend was going to be the one or not, it doesn't matter, right? It's she deserved that experience and she deserves it now. You deserve to have pleasure, not just a fuck here and there, not just, uh, and maybe you enjoy that. Maybe that's okay, but you deserve pleasure daily, whether that's enjoying your shower, enjoying your ice cream or your chocolate or your walk or your workout, like you deserve absolute pleasure and it is all connected to your desires. And your desires is what creates you absolute abundance. And when my client messaged me recently and she said, I've got some stuff going on, you know, around sex and money. And this has been a theme today. Like I said, like three clients going through it. I said, they're both absolutely connected. So the biggest thing is, is to de-stress. So if you've got a lot going on for me, I don't want to have sex I don't want to orgasm. I do not want to have do a pleasure practice if I've got too much going on. I feel overloaded and I feel overwhelmed and I just want to go and freeze and go to sleep. We do fight, flight or freeze. Okay, so everyone's going to have a different reaction and you know what's healthy for you. You know, I know that if I connect with my husband, I we, feel, we just feel so connected. It's always great when we connect and I would rather that be, not often, like I'd rather that be once a week than three times a day. You know, that's just not going to work for me. I would, I'm more about quality, but that's just me. Everyone's different. Some people are daily, some people are twice daily, some people are like monthly. Like, I don't think there's a rule about it, to be completely honest. Um, but to take off some of that stress, to alleviate some of that pressure, that overwhelm is going to make you feel lighter and it's going to, your body will be more turned on because it's in more joy. It's in more desire. So that's where the pleasure practices really do come in and creating a sacred space. In my programs, I talk about devotion time. I talk about um, 
having a space for yourself every day to, to do things that make you feel pleasure, whatever they are. And also when it comes to the money side of it, I know we've spent a lot of time on sexuality, but when it comes to the money side of it, what, what are you saying about money? Because money is literally, once you've kind of worked with your own sacred sexuality within yourself, within your individuality, you've got to work on your relationships and money is a relationship. So if you didn't have a lot of that growing up or you had too much and you were judged for that, of course, you're going to shun yourself down because that's what everybody else has done. And you're going to go, I don't care about money. I just want to serve people. And every time anyone says that, I'm like, bullshit. Money is our source of exchange right now. There's many other exchanges as well, but the electricity, the petrol in my car, the food that I get from the supermarket, the clothes that I wear, the education and buying all the books and the uniforms and the school bags and the shoes and the tablets and the computers and everything I'm looking at in this 3D world has cost me money. So if I've got a problem with money, I've got a fucking problem. If I have got a problem in a point of view and I think money is the root of all evil or it's a necessary evil, I've got a problem. And money will keep leaving me because it's going to be sick of being treated like shit. But you think it's treating you like shit. You think it's coming like a lover. I said to my client today, if your husband was with you for, she said her problem was money keeps coming and going. It's there sometimes, but then it leaves her. And I said, okay, well, if you want absolute freedom, then you're going to have to heal this money relationship. Because if your husband came along and he was with you for two weeks, and then he would go for three weeks, and then he would come back for a year, and then he would leave for three weeks, and he didn't tell you about it. It was just like, you would break up with him. You would say, get out of here. I'm holding a higher standard for relationships and you're not matching it. Go away. So why do we hold such low standards when it comes to money? We think if we just have enough, you know, there's so many starving people out there. So I'll just have enough. There's one thing that most people don't know. And that is there's more than enough money and money is pretty much endless money is endless and it's kind of not real it's just like this bartering system so what happens this is a system that we're in so we've got to work with the system right so if you are manifesting money and you're having pleasure practices you're manifesting money you've been doing the mindset stuff you're like i'm available for money i'm willing to receive money i am calling in 10k months this is you know, what I'm available for, and you heal your money wounds, so you heal all the timelines, just you do like you do with your sexuality, and you might need to get help with that, and that's totally okay as well, but if you do that, and then all of a sudden you go, oh, this isn't working, no, nah, it's not working, the money's not coming, like, oh, fuck, I knew that wasn't going to work, then your money that you were manifesting that was literally materializing will go to the next person who has got a wide open portal, who's already got a ton of money. They're probably multimillionaires and they have realized the truth that money is never, it is never in shortage. 
There's more than enough for every single person. And if you're not willing to have it, then I will. Thanks. And then boom, the stock market goes up or whatever. And they get an influx or they get a refund or they win lotto. They get it. Have you ever heard of those people that have won lotto like four or five times? Or they just go, yeah, I just get shit. People just give me stuff. They give me stuff all the time. Have you ever noticed that the celebrities and people that have got a lot of money, they don't even pay for stuff? Yeah, sure, people want them to wear their clothes and their makeup and stuff, but the rich gets rich and the poor gets poor. Why do you think that is? It's a money mindset. It is absolute money mindset. What standard you hold in your relationships is very similar to the standard that you hold with your money mindset. So for me, I, I've done a program called Money Aligned. I've done it a couple of times. It was like a thousand dollar program and people got to go through this process with me and that spirit had told me about. And these were the principles that I applied to my own life. When I went from 30K a year to 100K the next year to $300,000 years after that. While working half the time, every year I have, I have cut down my half, my, my work by half. So to give you an example of that, this is just to give you proof, not to skite, but to give you evidence of how this works. I literally have worked less than 10 hours this week. It's Friday and I've worked less than 10 hours this week probably just hitting 10 hours around about now. And last week I worked maybe three hours max because I wasn't very well. The week before that, probably seven to 10 hours. Next week will be uh, maybe a five hour week. And I'm still making 10K cash months, 20K plus every single month. How am I doing that? because I raised my standard and I said, I am available. If you want me to do this work, I need to be getting looked after and I need over 10K months. 10K months barely covers anything for me. It barely covers my team. It barely covers everything. So I need more than that. And that is a standard that I put in place. I also put standards in my relationship. So the minute my relationship got better, the minute I started putting money and time and energy into my body the, the and, and started to run and do all these different things, I started making more money. And I was like, this is a bit weird. I'm making 10K months so easily. What is happening? And it's because I raised all my standards. I said to my husband, I don't want you working for somebody else when you can work for me. What if I could replace your income? You could spend 10 times more time with the kids and you could get all the things that you want to get as well as pursuing your dreams, but you can do a bit of work for me. And we ended up co-creating a business and, you know, and, and the rest is history. And it's like three years later since, you know, he quit his job. And we've still been making way more money than when he was at working full time in a good job. I share this with you because it was a decision that I made. This is not saying I didn't work hard at the beginning. It's not saying I sat on the couch and just went, I've got money. Money's coming to me. I'm going to have an orgasm. Like It's not like that. It was a step-by-step multidimensional experience where the 4D energy comes up 
like those different timelines with the sexual trauma, like the money mindset, like going through a whole entire thing of, oh my God, where my friend went to go, we went to go to the swimming pools and I had no money and I had to go ask my great grandmother and her parents had lots of money and I felt embarrassed and shamed and I was eight years old and I will never remember, I will never forget knowing that she had money and I didn't. And I'll never forget when my mum would say things like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I've got any money. Ask your dad, you know, or money doesn't grow on trees or you should probably get a job so you can pay for extra things. I've got great freaking parents. My parents are amazing, but they weren't wealthy. They worked very hard for everything they had. And I realized that I couldn't work as hard as they do because I don't have the capacity. But what if I could work smarter? What if I could find the loopholes? What if I could work on my mindset? What if I could work on all of the gaps and the patterns that I've ever perceived, the points of views in my relationship that I have about money? And what if I could change those? And what if instead of hating money, I could prove to myself that money is energy and I can receive it? So I started playing and I started getting more evidence. And I started saying, I wonder what it would take to have thousands of dollars of cash. Hmm. Interesting. I am calling in cash money. And all of a sudden, people are saying, I hope you don't mind, but I've just got some cash. Can I just drop it off for this program or for your hair to do your hair? Or um, do you mind if I give you, I owe you some money from this or here is some money. And the next minute I've got $2,000 sitting in my top drawer full of cash. And I'm like, where did this cash come from? Oh my God. All of a sudden, cash and checks are showing up. And I'm like getting more turned on. I'm getting more turned on. I'm doing all of the, the sacred sexuality unknowingly right then. But I'm working on my body. I'm moving it because when I move my body, I feel turned on. When I run, I feel pumped. When I'm at the gym, I feel turned on. When I'm reading about spirituality, I'm getting turned on. So I'm doing all of this as well as saying I'm willing to receive money and money is energy and I am energy. So therefore I am money. I'm a sexual being who is here to feel pleasure, to be pleasure, and to receive copious amounts of money. And the more money I have, the more I can do for my society, for the world, for the children of the world, because if I've got more than enough money, I don't have to hustle. I can go and volunteer myself. So what am I doing now? I'm volunteering to help children once a month at a magic school. What am I doing? I now am able to help my kids by being more available for them and not having to put them into before school care, after school care, because their dad is always home with me. And this is just the lifestyle that we choose to live, right? It's not for everybody. Some people love their jobs. They love them. And I love mine, but I want to do it from the comfort of my own home. You know, I don't want to have a studio or a salon. I want to I want to create a life by my design. That is my desire. And my desire is a turn on and my turn on, it, it, it brings money in. But I didn't give up in the first week or the first month or the first year. I kept going. I kept those portals of communication open because I know as a spiritual being that the absolute truth is sometimes 
things take a little bit of time to materialize and sometimes they take minutes and that's what we experience in these programs like magnificent mediumship it can take minutes people within minutes <laughs> of wanting to sign up to mm i have had people go holy shit victoria i won lotto i won the 7k on the lotto and that happened after i wanted i decided decided i wanted to spend four and a half k on your magnificent mediumship that's what happened because when you think big and when you desire big you get big right that's what happens so I'm going to kind of wrap it up there. This has been a really big, a really big activation. Um, what we're doing currently in Reborn is we're in the part of Reborn. We're having an integration week at the moment. And it's very much required because integration, and this is what happens after a podcast activation like this, is your brain and your subconscious is going to start working. And your subconscious is going to start bringing up thoughts and feelings, emotions, um, timelines, like my 16-year-old self who's been visiting me a lot um, in 2023. I've been working with her for, honestly, about a good six months now, um, reparenting her. I'm nearly 40, so I could be her mum, you know. <laughs> so I'm reparenting myself, and I know it's a layered process we don't go from zero to a hundred straight away, usually because we want to experience being human and we want to um, decondition and do the unsexy work. So the minute my clients message me, my one-to-ones in WhatsApp and they say, I've got some stuff going on around money and sex, or I've got some stuff going on around money then I always add in the sex or I've got stuff around sex. I'm like, okay, how are you going with your relationship with money? <laughs> um, we have really big conversations and quite often my clients will say, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. And I will always, every single time, there's not been one time that it hasn't been relevant. Every single the thing that comes up for them personally within their um, realm is literally absolutely relevant to their soul evolution and growth their money mindset their sexuality and their desires every single time so figure out what those desires are and then have a look at your money mindset and your sexual trauma i didn't think i had any sexual trauma but i was resisting having someone in my vortex i was resisting um, having a pleasure practice and loving my body. So I realized that the trauma I was experiencing was from the magazines, was from the bulimia I experienced. It was from the abuse of drugs and alcohol because I was, you know, all of these things, they start, they start stacking. It's like books on the bookshelf. Eventually the shelf is going to break. And that's what happened to me. I realized that if I want to be a clean, healthy portal who is abundant, then I need to clean up all of these shadows that I've hidden underneath the 4D bridge. And I need to bring them up and have support working through them. And that's what I've done is I've had support this whole year, actually for like the last seven, eight years of having coaches and being a coach, I, I will hire 
a sexologist. I will hire an osteo. I will hire a mindset coach, a money coach, a TikTok coach, a sacred sexuality coach. I've I hire not all at the same time. And I, I don't believe that we should be a coach, a coach slut. Okay. Um, purchasing tons and tons of coaches is not going to make your financial uh, reality better. You make your financial reality better. Okay. So, but what I'm trying to say is I hire someone who is an expert in what I am not. And that is why I love being a coach because I can help people through this, their, their money, their sexuality stuff, their, their wounds. Um, I can help them get to those next spaces of prosperity and abundance, abundance in the highest frequency, not abundance of bad stuff, abundance of good stuff. I can help them as a projector. I can see their gaps. And quite often my business <laughs> clients are like, wow, I, I kind of thought we were going to talk about how I'm going to get on stage. And I thought you're going to convince me I'm worthy of it. And I was like, no, because we need to talk about your sexuality. We need to talk about, this is obviously, um, if it's energetically correct to talk about these things, you know, every client is absolutely different, but this is what we do is we need to talk about the elephant in the room that's energetically loud. We need to talk about what's really going on in your relationship because your relationship and your money, finances, and all the things are blocking you from receiving. Do you know what I mean? So this is why so many coaches are holistic. And that's not just about strategy because the strategy means nothing. The money means nothing if you don't have a good foundation. And your foundation is always about you and your body. You need to be embodied. And it's really about what mistaken beliefs are holding you back. So then you can thrive forward and quantum leap. I would love to hear from you. If this has resonated, please reach out to me. Please reach out to my team, teamvictoriabond at gmail.com. Let us know what your aha is. Um, check out our emails as well. If you're not on the email list, if you want to be, just flick us a message. Um, we've got some really exciting stuff coming up. And I love to hear from you guys. I read every single email. I try to get back to, uh, I try to get back to all of them. We're getting quite a few now, but the emails are always an expression of how the podcast is helping or how the, um, how the different trainings are. We've got YouTube, we've got Awaken Community with Victoria Bond on Facebook. Um, still a nice intimate uh space with a thousand how many people do we have a thousand yeah like it's nice and intimate I like to keep my groups um intimate so we go through and we, we do vet everybody that comes through and we're primarily focusing on women so these groups have uh, uh, about yonis about sexuality and they're safe spaces to speak we also have Magnificent Mediumship, which is coming in September. I'm doing another launch this year for my 40th. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and MM is going to eventually be a one once a year certification uh, because it is extremely powerful. And I put my absolute all into everything I do. I get kind of obsessive, so I focus on what I'm doing, and it's the same with my one-to-ones. Um, if you do want to be a one-to-one -one client, I do have an application form. 
I do like to speak to people to see if we're an energetic match. And I only ever take on like a handful of one-to-ones. And the reason being is I don't like to spread my energy too thin. I like to be available for my clients daily um, to be able to come back to them with any replies, any channels that are required. So I truly come from a place of authenticity, of an integrity. And my goal is to keep creating juicy content that is full of desire, full of absolute orgasmic energy and money and guidance. And I really, really love that I can give so much free content. Uh, And I can, I also do have programs that are free. You know, you can find them at my website, um, Awaken with Victoria Bond.com. It's phenomenal. So go check out the show notes. You go check out my website if you haven't been there yet. There's so much free stuff. People are going through the free stuff and then they're signing up to -to one-to-one, signing up to MM, signing up to Reborn because they're like, holy shit, what is your paid stuff like? And the paid stuff is a lot more intimate. So you do have that kind of one-to-one coaching uh, style with me. Okay, guys, sending you so much love. If you have any requests about what you want me to talk about, please feel free to let me know. Today's all been about sexual expressions, desires, and money. And I am here to trigger you. I'm here to trigger you. I'm here to awaken you, to help you awaken the inner seer within yourself. And um, I would truly love to hear from you. So sending you so much love. Have a beautiful day or an evening or wherever you're at. And I will talk to you soon. Listening to today's episode. I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness, to expand your awareness, and to turn up your capacity. I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it, and also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends, family, and of course, clients. You can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me and or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast. You can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you. My heart to yours. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon.